Nice one, Jason, having a little dance there to start yes. the episode off. A very good evening, everybody. It's Monday, it's 9 p.m. Jason is grooving his socks off. Uh, and it's time for Tea and Tops, and you're very welcome along tonight. Uh, I'm Graham, obviously, uh, and Jason's with me as well. Jason, how you doing? Doing great. Had the weekend to myself for the first time in two years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had some sleep, played some baseball, uh, had a bit of fun. Yeah, so I'm, I'm well-rested and prepared for the seven and a half weeks of school break, which I will not get another break yeah. <laughs> till, uh, yeah. till the 17th of August. So I'm I'm looking forward to that day. <laughs> yeah, thanks for, thanks for reminding me about seven and a half weeks of joy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, just to make it easier, it's, it's only 52 days left. <laughs> oh, yes, that's what I should do. I should have a countdown because that will make me feel better about the whole thing. <laughs> but no, it, it was good. Like I said, I I went out there on uh, Friday night and played baseball for the first time in three years. Three, three, three years, the first time I actually picked up a ball and then immediately went and threw 250 balls for batting practice because <laughs> I'm a machine. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, here comes old Noodle Arm Durr again. Ah, well, that's interesting, yeah. Uh, it's good you're getting back out there, man. Like I said, I've, I've kind of hung the cleats up this year, so... Um, yeah, but of course, um, making our trip down. So we should do a little, a little bit of housekeeping first. So obviously next weekend uh, is July 4th weekend. Um, myself and the family are heading down to Edinburgh to see Jason and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, and we're staying down on the Monday as well. And I'm also getting my second uh, coronavirus vaccine on Monday night next week. So um, there will not be an episode of Teen Tops next week. We're taking next, week's off, next week off uh, just because of 4th of July and travel and I'm getting my vaccine and stuff, but we're back on the twelfth with a guest. Um, yep. But yeah, we'll 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 give some more information about that over on social media over the next couple of weeks, um, and then see the guest is and things like that. So yeah, no no uh, no podcast next week, no webcast next week, uh, but we will be back on the twelfth of July. Yep. So if you're coming in, if you are, the guy is Jake nine point five, and he has a series of nineteen fifty one tops Redbacks. And they're all graded. So we'll know more about it. He'll get us some pictures. And, and we're, you know, we're looking forward to talking about his set. He's also a collector, but he's not in any of our groups that we normally hang out with. He's, he's on Instagram. I found him on there through Project 70, of all things. Of all yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> of all things. And, yeah, yeah, he's a, a, a solid guy. I'm looking forward to that. He definitely has some interesting cards in his collection. Uh, and with the, the mantles and the, the 1951 Redbacks being the big thing. Yeah, so it's going to be a bit of an education. I've got some research to do on that. Um, so yeah, it should be quite an interesting interview uh, and uh, an in- interesting subject matter as well. Uh, so we can think of at least one person who'd be stoked for this episode. So uh, good evening, Glenn, and congratulations on selling your house. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, but yeah, it's all to come then. A couple of weeks that will be, uh, yeah, we'll have Jake 9.5 on the show. Looking forward to that one. Um, and for this week, so we've had uh, a couple of new releases in the last in the last week or so. Of course, we didn't really talk in general terms uh, last week with um, with having Josh on. So, um, yeah, we have a new release from Panini. Uh, welcome to the, the Tops podcast, and we'll talk about Panini. Um, so Panini Select Baseball for 2021, which I think is the first year that they've done Select. Um, I could, I might be wrong on that, actually. I probably should look that up. I know they're, I know they're bringing one out this year that's new. Uh, new to baseball, of course, they do about 412 different variations of American football cards every year, and they're starting to bring the same uh, the same stuff to baseball. Maybe it's Mosaic I'm thinking of. I think Mosaic's new this year. So yeah, uh, Panini Select is out. Comes in a couple of hundred bucks for a box, if you can find some uh, before your tax and imports and all that kind of good stuff. 
uh, a couple of autographs in there, a couple of uh, memorabilia cards, and as always with Panini, it's the prisms that you're looking out for as well. Um, so yeah, pretty interesting looking product if you're into Panini, of course, you know, it gets a rather lukewarm reception in general uh, due to the airbrushing antics they have to do without having the licensing. Uh, for Tops, Stadium Club came out. I'm finding it extremely difficult to get a hold of Stadium Club, which is rather annoying. Um, it seems as soon as I can find stock, it goes away again uh, without resorting to like the the hobby big box stores like Blowout and, and Dave and Adams and stuff like that. I could get it from there, no problem, but I usually buy sort of 12 to 15% cheaper than there. So I'm trying to work my contacts, but it seems that allocations for Stadium Club are hit pretty hard. Um, so yeah, kind of hard going for that at the minute, which is uh, which is disappointing. I know some people are waiting on a price from me, so I'll probably just have to offer up a, a big box a store price, which is kind of irritating, but we'll see what we can do on that one. Um, a little bit of bad news on the new product front, actually. Uh, so I received an inquiry a couple of nights ago for the Topps 2021 MLB sticker series. So as we've touched on a few times, especially when we've, we've interviewed local collectors a lot of the way that us in the UK were the gateway drug, if you will, to baseball cards was collecting football stickers when we were all kids. So, you know, Premier League football stickers or World Cup stickers and that kind of thing. There is uh, normally uh, a baseball release as well, a sticker album with a, a few hundred stickers to collect and you stick them in your book and fill out your album. Uh, sadly, due to production issues, uh, it's been cancelled this year. So that news is hot off the press as of April. <laughs> so... <laughs> it shows exactly how much attention I've been paying to that. Um, but yeah, it completely slipped my mind and I received an inquiry for it. And yeah, it usually comes out around about July time, so I was excited for it. But no, unfortunately not. Production issues have put pay to uh, the sticker collection for 2021, but Tops apparently are assuring it will it will be back again next year. So we'll, we'll get excited again for that one next year. Do you, do you think it's because they used all the stickers up for uh, for the Euros? <laughs> <laughs> there was every... already like a, a, a you know shortage of production of of, of sticky tack. <laughs> yeah, and, and half of it went to the Euro stickers, and the other half went to Spider Tack and MOB. <laughs> That's it, yeah, man. Or flipping Bazooka Jewel, whatever it is. Tops are pushing right now. Um, yeah, I mean, Tops have had production issues, uh, not as bad as last year, but they have had production issues this year. A number of uh, like retail sizes of releases got a little bit delayed. Um, my phone's lighting up. I'm just making sure we've got sound and stuff. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I always panic when I start seeing my phone go off right at the start of a stream. Well, you know, I started doing that now. I've got the, the Facebook feed on there and no one's complained about it yet. So oh, we're okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I should be watching I should be watching the comments and stuff as well. That's how, how terrible of me. Um That's right. I'm yeah, on the ball. So, so Tops did have have been having production issues, although not as bad as last year. Uh so a number of retail releases of hobby product got delayed. Uh, and I think this is perhaps an effort to lighten or to to help with the production issues that they've been having in general. So just to to try and get things back on track, they've they've cancelled. I, I mean, I don't know how much traction the stickers had in the US. To be fair, it strikes me as a very British thing. It never seemed like a very big release, but so yeah, but fortunately, that's, stickers that's... have paid the price this year. So you remember Fleer used to have stickers in it. Mm. Donner's always had the puzzle. Upper Deck had the cool hologram thing. So there's always stickers out there. Yeah. So but to, but to have a whole collection of stickers, I don't know. It's, maybe maybe it's just my perception as a as a limey Brit. Uh, it's a it's you know collecting stickers and and sticking stickers in, a, in an album uh, is a very I associate it certainly as a very British childhood pastime. But 
But yeah, a lot of people were excited for it, and sadly, it's uh, it's not making an appearance this year. So, uh, that's rather unfortunate. But never mind. It is what it is, I guess. Um, so yeah, that kind of rounds it up for for new releases. There's nothing out now until July. We've got Museum Collection coming early in July. I think the seventh of July is scheduled for the moment. Obviously, we spoke a little bit a little bit about that last week with uh, with Josh Trout being on the show. And uh, I think it's also Diamond Icons. It's coming out on the same day. Yep, Top's Diamond Icons coming out on the same day. Uh, so yet another high end uh, high end release. So if you haven't. Uh, already emptied your wallet enough and you want some cards with a that have got little diamonds on them potentially then that's well that's the release for you <laughs> what do you mean by little little diamonds on there like the actual proper diamonds yeah, on there actual proper, it... yeah diamond icons yeah on like some of the some of the real low number stuff um there's like a little diamond and i do mean a very little diamond that forms like part of the card so right. the, so either part of the the patch or part of the, the piece of memorabilia that's in a card It'll have a, a diamond inset into it as well. Then by Ben Ballers. Is this how Ben Baller got into Project 2020? <laughs> it probably should be, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. There's an interesting twist. Uh, you know what? That's funny because I've never heard of this collection before. So, I think yeah, obviously. Well, there you go. We'll need to go and, uh, it was not the junk one. era. No one had no. diamond cards <laughs> in the junk era. So, I, I'm definitely curious about this one to see what they actually look like there. Yeah, I'll, see, my, uh, I'll see if there's any pictures up yet. There will, should be. But... Uh, you know, the checkbook can't really afford, you know, Project 70 cards, let alone diamond cards. So we're... Uh, I don't have our pre-release, uh, the same tab I was looking at pre-releases, it's gone. Uh, I just looked up the pictures and uh, here we go. Oh, man, right. Have you given me permission to share screens? No. Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. Let, let's do Here we this. go. Technical. <clears throat> Oops. I'm trying to, like... Share my screen. That's a, that's no good. Hold no, on. No, I've caught you. I've caught you on the hop here. I, exactly. All right, you should be good now. Uh, oh yeah, uh, that one. So let me know when you see it. Oh wow! So they actually, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So the one the one on the screen for those again, fantastic podcast content. This. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's a dual booklet of Derek Jeter and Mariano Rivera. Uh, dual autograph booklet uh, and instead of a piece of memorabilia or whatever uh, they have a small diamond in, uh, inset into the car as part of the car so i don't know if it's actually working so according to our stream here we're getting a blank screen so i don't know if we get a blank screen oh well tough. we'll get a, bl a back a blank screen so so that, i think that we were very successful in making sure this does not work when we share the screen yeah we did really did really well there uh all right but yes you can see it there's a cool design there's diamond in the middle and you get the dual autograph of, of mariano and and jeter obviously so um uh, you know oh, what now it's really broken because now i can't see us yeah, well, as soon as you did that, that's what that's what happens. So. <laughs> it is going to be a podcast version. Yeah, it's going to be a podcast version. Why is it oh, nope. that? Oh. So now we know we cannot share our screen from here on out. No, I'll need to. I'll need to do a little bit of work on that to try and figure that's out why right. it doesn't work. You go figure that out, and I will fill the ear hole of a Project Seventy. Yeah, news. let's move on. We'll move on to Project Seventy, and I'll try and get the I'll try and get the video back up and running. And get the video back up. So again, so Project Seventy, we as you can see that uh, we had two new lows in the past week. So first off, it started off with uh, uh, Sean Wooderspoon's Alex Rodriguez cars and had a print run of seven. Three eight, and that was almost 120 cards less than the previous one, only to be broken tonight 
by uh, uh, risk is Steve Sachs card, and that was that seven two five, and and was uh, Joshua Vita's Gary Sheffield card popped in at like seven four three. So we had two cards that were extremely low. We broke the eight hundred, the eight hundred card barrier, and we're still only thirty percent in of this project. I, I, how low we can go, we do not know. Um, so it's it's creeping down lower and lower, like you're getting. High print runs are just cracking 5,000 now, but it's really settled into about the 1,200 of the gap. And uh, yeah, scary to think that's going that low uh, already because yeah, there was still, we are at card 325 today. And so there's 700 cards to go. And we're already in the 700s. And please support videos back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yes, so, um, you know, it, I think it's really come down to who's collecting what. I thought Steve Sachs was an interesting choice because, again, you know, he was a Dodger and a Yankee. Mm -hmm. So, you know, <laughs> that, that ticks those boxes of, hey, I got a Dodger and Yankee. And, uh, and, you know, it just wasn't that popular player. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been interesting. The, the whole community's like, oh, do this player, do that player, do that player. And so then when someone actually does a player, no one supports them. And they go, oh. Oh, you know what? I, I'm not buying that artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we sort, of uh, we sort of touched on this before. This is the exact same thing happened before with, like, again, people chatting nonsense that, oh, what about this guy? What about this guy? Or the artists are all just sticking to the same eight players or whatever. Um, but yeah, like you say, so when they actually do and go, all right, okay, I'm going to do something out of left field, then it just ends up in a, in a ridiculously low print number. So people who buy it like the 700 and whatever people who bought it think it's a cool card so the, but then uh as we've said before this is a commercial endeavor for these artists it's not a, you know they don't get paid they get they get paid per card they don't get you know if, if you if you want your if you want your shed long uh, yeah, exactly. Shed I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay Lauren Taylor to yeah, exactly. To shed yeah. long highlights on his, you know, it's it. going to be a very small card. <laughs> yeah, go get go get a commission done or something. But you know, peer pressure on some of these artists and do it. I mean, I'm sure they're doing it for the love of the art. They're not doing it just because of peer pressure. But yeah, it's uh, like you say, it's um, yeah. On one hand, they're moaning about well, it's the same ten players, but these cards it doesn't matter for the same ten players. Like the, the those cards are still selling consistently quite well. And when they stray away or go a little bit left field, then the numbers just drop, right? So that was the best thing. So obviously, Josh Venus is a Gary Sheffield card. And I didn't realize how short his career with the Yankees was. He played for the Yankees two years. Two years, and was, yeah. And it's like, well, why would you do him as a Yankee? Well, Josh Venus is doing the Yankee card. I actually, I thought the card was really cool. It's just the player. You know, it could have been anybody. It could have been Willie Randolph. That could have been, you know, yeah. anybody. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's more of you're buying the artwork and Josh's Vita is there. Um, so uh, there was some, somebody that's F dot us on Twitter and said, Hey, you know, why don't you do this player? And he goes, I'm not taking suggestions right now. Yeah. Like, I'm full. I've yeah. got my guys. Like, you know, uh, you, you can yell at me all you want about who you want to do, but you know, uh, it would take, it would, it would take a lot for him to change his mind. And of course, Lauren Taylor's piped up because she now has a pool. Imagine that. Yeah. She's doing a poll on her website. She's, so she's doing a poll. So I think she put about 15 players down of people who she potentially will do. Plus she's taking uh, suggestions and I can only imagine the suggestions that people are putting in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Why do suggestions? Um... Uh, to be fair, I put Kenny powers down. I, I would like to see Kenny powers card. <laughs> you think Tops have got the rights to Kenny powers? No, God, no. But you know what? Like if everyone's going to put ridiculous suggestions in there, I'm going to put Kenny powers down. So, um, <laughs> I would definitely buy a Kenny Powers card. 
Um, but yeah, Ken, <laughs> Kenny Jeff and Powers, right? I can't say. Yeah, just, exactly. We'll, well, we'll try know, and keep the explicit tag off this week. So, um, so yeah, so if you feel passionately about somebody, you know, uh, by all means, you know, go to our website. There'll be a link you can go put down there, and it possibly could be done. Powers down. I mean, let's I be honest. Like to see Kenny Powers card. I think pretty much every popular player, except like Kirby Puck, is all I've got. I've not seen done yet, and Barry Bonds. And I don't know if anyone wants to do Barry Bonds or not. Oh, surely it's a licensing thing with Bonds, then, is it? So she said something about that because she said um, if it wanted to be done, it could be done, but it's not. It's definitely an agreement between Tops and the MLB slash Bonds. So right, okay. I mean, this is the same issue she had with with Bo Jackson. And now Bo Jackson same, same issue with you know Mickey Mantle, and now Mickey Mantle's on board. I, I don't think they're expecting Tops to do seventy cards <laughs> or fifty one cards of Mickey Mantle immediately. But here we go. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if Bond gets on board. But yeah, I mean, if I was these artists now, you know, I wouldn't be bothering with trying to do anyone to please anything. I would just do who you like and what inspires you. And, you know, if you sell 700 cards or 7,000, so be it. I think at this point now, everyone's tired of the project and they're still going yeah. 700 cards ago. We're yeah. a third of the way done. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice to, it's nice to see artists engaging and wanting to want to try and please the fan base. But, again, you're never going to be able to please everybody. Um, so, yeah, at what point, excuse me, what, at what point did you just go, well, I tried. Like, you know, uh um, like today, we saw an Eric Gagne card today. What do you think that's going? How do you think that's going to go? Uh, it's Don C. <laughs> I, I, I think the card's great. I, I like I kinda it. I kind of like it as well. I like the style of it. Yeah, I like the style of it, but it's Don C. He doesn't promote it. It's Eric Gagne, and then it's Dodgers. So you're really pulling on that early 2000 crowd. Remember, he had that amazing season as a closer. Yeah. I, I, I get the reference. I don't think it does well. No. So. No. We'll see. We'll see. So. If you're not uh, if you're not tipping Mr. Gagne to do very well, um, this seems like a good point to ask about your uh, your card of the week. So yes, so my card of the week, which some people like, some people didn't, but I thought it was the Jonas Never Pete Alonso Warriors card. I thought you had a little bit of you know pop culture with the Warriors in there. You had Pete Alonso. I thought it was a great card. It, uh, it sold all right. It's not as much as they want, but. Uh, I thought it was uh, definitely something different, and you know you don't get to see too many pop, uh, pop culture references besides Don C's cards. Yeah, although true, saying yeah. that, you, you you did get the uh, Keith Shore, Logan Paul, Charizard, Mickey Mantle card. What? <laughs> did you not see that? No, I didn't. All right. So Logan Paul is like the MMA fighter, a boxer. No, he's an internet bellend masquerading as a as a fighter. Okay, uh, then, then you know more than me. Wow, so maybe I should be asking you the question. Yeah, I know, I, I know of him, but yeah. So he went to a fight, and oh, he went wrapped. Sh- yes, 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 yes. Exactly, with the Charizard card around the wrapped around right. his neck. Yes. Yeah. So yes, so of course, you know, Keith Shore did it as a Mickey Mantle card. So. Ah, yes, yeah. I totally forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. to call him a fighter, I think, is doing a disservice to anyone who is actually is a professional fighter. Um, yeah, he's just basically an internet bellend. But uh, but yeah, for anyone who didn't see it on on his ring walk, he had a I think a PSA ten Charizard as like a a necklace, like sort of Ben Baller style, which is yeah, interesting. It's, a, it's an interesting look. Yeah, like I mean, ah shit, look, we're talking about him, and that's what he wants. So uh, I feel like we're feeding. We are a around, sports but... card show, technically. Pokemon cards technically. are falling there. <laughs> Technically, he's a sportsman. Technically, that falls into our, our purview. 
Technically, uh, we're international baseball players as well, Graham. Come on, now. yeah. Te- no, it's not technically about that. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're, we're international cap baseball players. Absolutely, yeah. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, we've played in, in many European tournaments as well, so we could say we're at the top level of uh, domestic baseball. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all about the spin, man. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I mean, it was the same thing. It was like the, the Don C vote for Pedro card. That was amazing. That was a, you know, a good pop reference there. Yeah. So, you know, you're not getting that from most of the, of the artists. They're kind of sticking to what they know. Mm. Uh, I mean, CES has done another, you know, uh, subway card spray paint on the side with uh, one today's Phil Rizzuto. Again, Phil Rizzuto is a great player. I don't think anyone over the, under the age of seventy knows he is. So, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough sell. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, but then I guess like a bit like Vita's one, you're you're in that for the long haul, right? Because they're all cars of of, of a similar style with different players. Uh, a bit like the Bronson set that I'm working on as well. Um, uh, so yeah, it's um, it's an interesting tactic. I, I I quite like the I quite like the 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 graffiti on the I like the idea of it, like the sort of with the subway tile and the graffiti on the subway tile. It sort of harks back to that sort of nineteen eighties kind of grimy New York, which uh, I guess a lot of people reminisce with, even if it was like total Dodgers. But uh, but yeah, it'll be a, like like VD set and like uh, Bronson set when it's all displayed together. I think it'll be a pretty it'll be a pr- pretty interesting piece overall. Uh, so yeah, if you are working on that one, then then I applaud you for sticking with it. And people should applaud me for sticking with Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> I was working on VDs for a while too, and then and then I realized after the fourth card, it was all Yankees, and I was like, ah, I'm out. Oh jeez, I, I don't need a Pettit card. I don't need a CC's of Zappia card. <laughs> I definitely don't need a Gary Sheffield card. Don't need a Gary Sheffield card. Come on, man. Gary Sheffield's been popular <laughs> as a Padre. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take him as a Brewer. I'll take him as a Padre. I'll take him as a Marlin. <laughs> Just not as a Yankee. Take him as a Brave. I think yeah. it was. Take him as a Dodge. He played for the Dodge. He played like seven teams. So, you know. Oh, my days. Yeah. To be honest, like, the person I want to see on a card right now that hasn't been done is Fred McGriff. The crime dog needs a card. Someone's going to do a crime dog card. Oh, yeah. That's a good suggestion. Maybe get on that one. I, I'd, like I said, <laughs> it's harassing more. I'd rather have him come on the show than be like, oh, stop, <laughs> stop yeah. asking for Fred McGriff cards. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great idea. Yeah, let's let's bother all of the artists and ask them to do a Fred McGriff card. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's see what happens then. So, uh, yeah, two new low print runs then in Project 70. There was a chance that we could be talking about this again, uh, I guess, in three weeks' time if we're not doing a show next week and then we have a guest on the week after. So... In three weeks, I think there's probably a fair chance that we're going to be talking about a, a new low print run again. Um, uh, we could always do a catch-up one real quick to kind of do the, the general news. Since, you know, yeah, we could do. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 yeah, it so, feels like an awful long time to wait. But, yeah, I think I don't we, think next Monday is really going to be really going to work. But, see, it might change. Hey, we could change it. We might see. But it might not be a live show with a simple. There might yeah, be a in-between Maybe get a podcast out, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play that beat. As always, watch the socials and we'll, we'll keep you up to date with what we're thinking. Uh, so yeah, Project 70. So another one of our regular features then. Um, tops a bunt. Ooh, uh, are you burnt out of bunt yet? I am burnt out of bunt now. So of course, the great tribute event that was uh, is now no longer. Rest in peace. Uh, and I think, <laughs> I, 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 I think we briefly touched it before. So now I have to spend my time actually working and talking to my wife and kids. Uh, <laughs> I was rather hoping that something else would have come along that was similar to it that uh, that would have that would have replaced it, but not yet. 
So I've switched my intentions back in Bunt to trying to complete the road trip set. Um, not by actually doing the road trip, uh, but just by trading for, for my needs uh, while still working on the road trip. But I'm back to that whole, you need 2008 cards. Uh, like, oh, Jesus wept. Uh, so yeah, so plodding along at that and at the, at the same time trying to fill out holes in my uh, in my road trip set and I'm trying to finish off the post-season rewind set and I'm sort of flirting with the universe because obviously there's a challenge on just now that if you open 100 packs of universe you can get a special avatar uh, so I'm, I'm contemplating getting involved in that as well but we'll see I don't know if I want to spend 400,000 coins on 100 packs of universe you know what? I think you should as an experiment and then tell it that. No, seriously, because that's a good idea. No, it's a good idea. I'll expense it. (laughs) (laughs) But to sit there and go, okay, right, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to sit there and and, I'm spending, gosh, what, an hour and two hours? It's 100 packs. So, yeah, probably an hour. Yeah. And and keep track of how many rare, how many super rare, how many iconic you hit out there, and just go. I opened 100 packs of Bunt uh, Universe, and this is what I got. And then you at least got your token there. I'd do it if I hadn't blown all on Bowman. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's the thing. Yeah, so you you worked on the Bowman set, right? So how far how far through Bowman did you get? Oh gosh, it's going to be a terrible set to do. Like <laughs> you, there's so many different variations of it that the base set was easy, but then you have to kind of pick and choose what you get, what which part of it there you're going to go with, and and I'm kind of like. Oh, this is a terrible idea. And, um, <laughs> you know, but you know, for me, it was because they did. There's some uh, 1990 Bowman card in there, or the, it's the 1990 Bowman set, yeah. and that's a bit of nostalgia for me. So I was like, you know what? That's something I'll go chase there. Um, but yeah, there, there's so many different variations. There's no way you can complete the set without spending stupid money on it. Yeah. Again, that breaks my rule of spending money on something that I don't want to spend money on. <laughs> Talking about spending stupid money on things. So over the course of the last couple of weeks, we've discovered uh, about Top's black black diamond level membership, right? So this was something that you discovered, is that right? So there is a Top's bunt group, the normal big, I guess the biggest one there, I I find it there, and I joined it. And somebody was showing off their legendary cards there and the ice cards. I think the ice cards are like one of one or one of five. There's a few of them there. And funny enough, I actually came across a collector that had one, which was really unusual. Oh, wow. I actually didn't expect to see one of those in the wild. Um, so I immediately offered him my base level one card. Nine of those things for it. <laughs> <laughs> nine, nine shed long cards. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, um, but anyways, so there was chat about something about you could only get these cards that come from the black diamond level players um, that spend that kind of money. And it's only offered to them and they had to spend $1,500 a month. And I just don't see it. I don't, I don't know how it's possible. I mean, a package of diamonds is like what six, six quid, $6. What is uh, it? Yeah. I, funny. I'm on the app just now actually. So, uh, so far I've opened six packs of universe. So I've got 94 left to go. If I want to complete that challenge. Yeah. Uh, diamonds. diamonds. That sounds like that sounds like one of your favorite meetings you need to sit through and go. Okay, I'm just opening packs. Yes, I know, up. right? So the high the the highest value purchase you can make via the app uh, on the store is twenty two thousand diamonds and a thousand VIP points, um, and that costs you ninety nine pounds and ninety nine pence. So that's the highest so single transaction you can make. So basically, fifteen of those a month. 
Yeah, see, so every other day you're buying something. Yeah, so yeah, every other day you're spending a hundred pounds basically. Well, I mean that's pounds, but it's like they, they don't do any currency conversion. Same so thing. It's, no, yeah, I, it's not a nine ninety nine dollars. So yeah, so yeah, so you're spending. I, I mean, I know people have that kind of money. Oh yeah, but, people have that kind of money, but to spend it on a digital baseball card collecting game, I mean, uh, yeah. play, whatever floats your boat, right? Yeah, apparently so. You know, um, and. You take it from there, and and but yeah, so there's actually someone. And so, so the goal is, I'm gonna try to find somebody that's on a black diamond level to talk to him about and bring him on the show. Yeah, and I wanna, you guys I can ask show, your question. Yeah. yeah, because I think it'd be fascinating to go. All right, you're spending this kind of money. Uh, are you insane? And, and, <laughs> and what can I do to get some of his butt money? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to. Um, we'll need to jump on Reddit or something to see if we can track any of these people down. Uh, yeah. So we'll send some feelers out because, again, I think it'll be obviously fascinating to see what this is. And we'll have to figure out how they can share their phone from on a call here so we actually could see their collection or something like that. Yeah, we'll get better technically. I mean, we're um, changes are afoot with the with the webcast, right? We're going to be moving, moving away from Zoom anyway. So uh, we might have a better experience with a, a different streaming platform once I figure out the best one for us to go to. But um see so yeah, of course the other the other interesting thing about universe um is once again it includes video moments and it's iconic cards oh, yes. um i haven't seen any of those in the wild yet uh i don't think by opening regular coin packs rather than diamond packs i'm not sure you can get them i'm just quickly checking that actually but uh you can get iconics one in every 1500 packs yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's the longest of long shots. Yeah, one in, one in fifteen hundred uh, for your coin packs. If you're paying with diamonds, you can get it as low as one in well one in sixty when you're buying diamond packs. So, uh, so yeah, interesting that they've done it again. This is like the second release now that they've put in video moments to the iconic cards, which of course uh, we've talked about and may potentially make an appearance in NFT. But of course, all the the chat around tops NFTs. Other than Bazooka Joe, which they seem to be pushing at the moment, and their candy cards, um, seems to have dropped off. There's not, doesn't seem. To be, I'm not hearing any chatter at all, really, about a series two for NFTs, or are they like, like we've speculated, are they going to do something around the All Star Game, which is what two weeks away, a week two away, two weeks, yeah, yeah, it's coming up. Um, or are they sort of holding fast to see how the crypto market recovers, seeing as it's in the dip, everyone's buying the dip at the moment. Uh, is is, is it going to bounce back? Or, 12, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. It's like it's not really a dip. It's more of a roller coaster. It's like up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. So, um, yeah, we don't really know how that's going to how that's going to play out with uh, with with the NFTs and are they? I mean, we imagine they'll be back in the space at some point. But uh, I thought we would have seen something new by now. But it's not really looking like it. No, I guess it's hard to get people to chase right now there's you know summertime people are out you know they have kids they keep those busy so you know uh money's limited like people aren't going back to baseball games you know stadiums aren't at full capacity and even if they are not everyone's vaccinated so um yeah who knows there could be you know a, a bunch of different factors that are really affecting it and you know they, they're still pumping out cards but the nfts are just taking a break <laughs> they're certainly pumping out cards that's for sure yeah yeah like i say they've uh there's plenty, plenty of new, plenty of physical release coming up in the next sort of uh, next six to eight weeks. There's lots of stuff coming out. You know, middle of the season, 
uh, you know, there's all the hype around All Star Game and the All Star Break and stuff like that. And then, of course, we start building towards the postseason. So, uh, yeah, we're going to see plenty of physical releases coming out. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if and when uh, they come back and do anything different in the NFT space. I guess. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. I mean, we've not even heard a whiff of things. They, I mean, they even started up a uh, all their social medias for it, and there's yeah, and then they're dead. Yeah. Well, well, not yeah. dead, so, but they're they're, they're pushing. They're yeah, they're pushing Bazooka Joe. They're not. They're not talking about baseball. They're talking about Bazooka Joe. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bazooka Joe. I mean, who? How many? This <laughs> how nostalgic are people in the forties and fifties really for Bazooka Joe? I'm not. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, and these are the people with the money. So yeah, I I didn't really I didn't really realize too much about tops and their their candy division. I mean, obviously, you know, you get Bazooka backs and. Uh, and some of the sets now, it's embarrassing. I can't remember which one gives you bazooka backs, but uh, and that obviously harks back to the the, the fact that Tops was a chewing gum company, and then yeah. they included the cards with the chewing gum to sell the chewing gum, and of course it's Apex from there. So we all, like, I guess, we all kind of know the backstory for listening to us talking about it. But mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, but yeah, to push in Bazooka Joe as an NFT rather than like Tops's major, <laughs> like you know probably the, their biggest license, which is. Uh, which is uh, MLB um, is interesting. I think it's interesting. They've obviously done other NFT releases with, with some of the Marvel properties and stuff that they have the rights for as well. But uh, baseball was the one that really flew. Um, but yeah, maybe they just got that. They got that sweet spot, and now they're they're happy to wait and see see how the crypto market does, and or maybe see what they can do better. Because obviously, a lot of people weren't very happy with the the purchasing experience and. Uh, so yeah, maybe they're trying. Maybe, maybe they're trying to make improvements. I mean, that would be very out of character. <laughs> very well, out of that's character the best talks, joke I've heard all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually funny you say about improvements. So I had uh, obviously I, I do another podcast. I do ball caps and bagpipes. Um, interviewing my artist friends for uh, the JG Twenty MVP campaign to get Josh Gibson as that, and I had. Uh, my my day off like you know right? i talked to my good friend and uh we chatted for an hour and then we went offline and chatted for another four hours <laughs> and we talked about the experience about tops about how just a little bit of improvement would go a long way with the collector space mm. so um i think what i got from the conversation is she knew somebody that worked for tops and i think the problem is they don't actually like sports cards yeah, which is insane which is insane so- so I, I think that's I, I, so we talked about Michael Eisner and obviously he was the CEO of Disney that changed the Disney experience in the nineties to what it is now. Mm. So there's hope that maybe he brings that experience to tops and changes that corporate culture to actually effectively change what it's like working with the company. And of course that would be amazing if it came out with the cards there, but uh, she, she specifically was speaking about the fact that she had a couple uh, of, of things she had pulled and had sent in and uh, they never actually redeemed them for, and then like hadn't responded in a year. So <laughs> That's wild. It's, it's funny because I'm, I'm processing, like, funny you mentioned about redemption. So I'm processing a couple of redemptions on behalf of some people here in the UK. Um, and, We've been waiting forever to get them. So it's uh, a couple of Walker. It's the same card arts that we pulled. This pulled the same redemption. With, I think within the space of two weeks, out the same product, which was wild. The exact same card. Wow. Yeah, Walker Bueller. Um, Walker Bueller autograph, and I can't remember from which product. Uh, but it was like 20, 2019, a twenty nineteen product. I want to say. Anyway, 
Um, so we've been waiting forever on these redemptions and, and they're not happening. Like the cars aren't getting signed or whatever. So uh, one of the one of my customers has requested a replacement and they haven't even sent the replacement out yet. So yeah. the, the way it works, if, if you wait too long for your redemption or you don't want to wait forever and ever and ever to see it happen, you talk to give you the option of selecting a, a replacement card and they take they base it on the value of or the 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 market value of the card that you were supposed to get and then give you something to the equivalent value um and that's at the time that you request the at the time you request the the exchange so that was maybe six weeks ago i think that i that we processed it and i was like right okay i don't want the redemption anymore i don't want to wait for it send me a replacement please uh, and it's still processing. So we've not heard anything on that in six weeks. And all you have to do is look at the card and go, all right, so it should have been this, which is going for about a hundred bucks. Here's something for a hundred bucks and stick it in a, stick it in a jiffy bag and send it out. Uh, and yeah, we're still waiting. So <laughs> that's pretty terrible. Uh, this is what I understand is why do you hire people or uh, why aren't people who are want to be in the hobby not getting hired for these things? Because they'd clearly be passionate about it you know yeah understandable like that like at least have some compassion about it oh i'm sorry you've waited a year and a half to your <laughs> what can i do to make it up yeah i mean you can't expect you can't like you can't expect 100 percent of your employees to be super passionate about it right but the people who are the people who need to be in the right places so especially when it comes to uh, i've had a 20 plus career 20 plus year career in customer service in, in various different guises but when you boil it all down to it and, and take the job titles out of it it's all basically customer service um but yeah so so it's understandable that every frontline person maybe doesn't have that burning desire or that burning love of sports cards but like there should be some people in in reasonably key positions who can instill the the passion and the enthusiasm in others and explain why um consumers get very passionate about it and uh, you know so you can try and empathize with these people a little bit but it seems like that the, the, there doesn't seem to be very much empathy or very much understanding from like from the just from the way they deal with the customers, and I appreciate they're busy, and it can take weeks, not even weeks. It can take months for them to respond to uh, customer service requests. But to be fair, they do eventually respond. I mean, not in not in a time frame that anyone would consider acceptable, but they do get back to you. Um, but yeah, just to get like a canned reply after waiting like four months for for to get an answer on, on an inquiry is kind of rough, but. Yeah, it's uh, when you told me that story, I was I was quite surprised when, you know, they sort of perked their ears. I'm like, oh, oh, you collect? Oh, I didn't think. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so I, I, we'll tell that story another time. When I, we'll have to ask her for permission. Exactly. To yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying not uh, to give too much of it away, but. But yes, um, but yes, there's a very interesting story about a former Tops employee. So yeah, but yes, yeah. I mean, so my friend with Redemption, uh, luckily she lives in New Jersey, so she is very tempted to drive to upstate New York to go <laughs> yeah, to Tops and so knock on their door, yeah, and knock on their yeah. door because it's like you know what, like it's been over a year that they promised various things, and actually the funny thing she said, the worst part about it is she was dealing with one person who was actually seemed knowledgeable. And she got fired or she moved on to another job and then she waited another six months till someone else went, oh, this has not been done. And it was a completely new person and had to pick oh, the ball up. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's customer service. Like, it's a, nobody goes into customer service thinking they're going to be there for, for years. So. No, well, this is true. This is true, yeah. 
so um, so I can imagine the turnover would probably be, I mean, the last thing you want to do is be working on the phones with somebody like, oh, yes, we're sorry, redemption has not shown up yet. Yes, we're sorry. Please stop yelling at me at the phone. I can't do anything about it. I mean, it. yeah, I mean, you, you see some stories in some of the US groups about, about the people who actually hang on the phone and wait to speak to somebody at Tops. I can't for imagine. Three hours. Yeah, I can't imagine what being a customer service agent for Tops is like. Like, when you just hang up the phone and you're just straight on to somebody else just giving you fucking dog's abuse. Uh, and then you hang up, and then it's just somebody else giving you pillars, and it's like, oh, I mean, yeah, I, I can imagine it's pretty, it's pretty rough. But uh, I'd be fair, like my one experience with Tops, I said, sent them an email, said to miss the card, and they sent it back. So I've had zero problems with them. Really? Well, the fact well, you're a lucky duck. <laughs> I am a lucky duck. Yes, and then same thing. I mean, we obviously had the one where uh, my buddy, my my new friend Ezra, Ezra, how you doing? You watch, you listen occasionally here, and, and he got my cards because they were. <laughs> my packaging number oh, went there God, yeah that's right yeah so so i got double the amount of my project 70 cards on that one and, and so that doesn't tell you anything about the print numbers as well so well yeah exactly yeah take them with a pinch of salt but <clears throat> i guess if they're if they're judging everything equally then it still it still merits some value but um i totally forgot they sent your cards to just some random guy in the states yeah but yeah was... and you know what he's got his own po- podcast now him and his buddy started up his own sports car podcast look at, look at us we're, we're setting know. trends <laughs> exactly we're inspiring other people there so we're still <laughs> russians number one norway's number one norway's number one yeah yeah oh, portugal's I number one yeah, I haven't, I haven't checked the, I've not checked the statistics recently actually to see if we've, we've crossed any other international borders, but it's going to happen. We are the number one international one. Like yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, it's just going to depend which which country some of these VPN randomly picked up when they're like, when they're listening on Spotify or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, we should probably, yeah. We should, probably should check the stats on that, but. So yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, top is top servers about to go through that big change, like you say. Uh, from going from being a, a privately held company to publicly traded, um, like you say, they've got Mr. Eisner at the helm, uh, obviously with big ambitions and big plans, and a big group of stakeholders who who are going to want to see a, a return on their investment at the end of the day. So it could be, uh, yeah, we could be seeing some pretty big changes. Would you, Would you buy your stock in the tops, <laughs> knowing what the, what kind of company they are? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. Like, like knowing, knowing the players and, and who they've got involved and the kind of aspirations and stuff they have, absolutely. It was one of the first things I searched when I, when I heard the news. And I wasn't the only one. Uh, like, a lot of people like, oh, damn, this sounds like something like you might want to get involved in. Like, right now, as we're seeing, anything sports card related turns to gold, pretty much. So, right. but it's, it's riding that out. It's like, how long is that going to take? <laughs> how long is it going to be around? Yeah, every, everyone talks about the bubble. Here comes the bubble. This is the bubble. The bubble's going to burst. Oh, the bubble's already burst. Uh, Vegas Dave, come on, he, Vegas he is Dave. psychic. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, has the bubble burst? I don't think it has. Um, I mean, no, I th- the landscape slowed down. Yes, yeah, it slowed down. That's for sure. Yeah, but then Beckett and PSA like closing their doors to to new submissions has has done a lot of that though, uh, and that's that stopped the fever. Like we 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 speculated ages ago, how how is that going to affect the market? Um, and it's and it's it stopped the, some of the fever that was going on around, you know, PSA ten everything or or BGS nine point five everything. Let's get everything graded. Let's you know and so like no 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 can't keep up with this. We're closing the door. Uh, both of them closed their doors uh, to new submissions in an effort to clear their backlog. And it seems to have uh, furthered some of the fever away from certainly from the graded cards until I, mean, I, I guess no everyone way. gets their submissions back. 
But I mean, no one needs eighty-eight dollars graded. There's not a single card in eighty-eight dollars or eighty-eight tops or eighty-eight Fleer, maybe. But yeah, like, you're not going to spend thirty dollars on anything in those cards to get graded. No, but then, but then, uh, you know, just because of, like people are making that investment to get it graded, you know, you, it could be a borderline thing where, well, all right, so the card cost me whatever, so take the box price, divide it by, you know, however many cards are in the box, and then you pay. $25 whatever to get it graded and it comes back and it might only be worth like 18 bucks even though it's even though it's graded yep. you know it's like so, so the macroeconomics of it are, are quite interesting but um yeah I, I don't I, the bubble's definitely not burst because not not with the way that new release is still getting priced and of course the the bo- like box prices new release box prices are are very much pumped by how the singles market performs once boxes are starting to be opened and the product's actually in collector's hands. So if if you find that the single cards, there's not too much of a market for them, that's when you see prices, that's when you see hobby box prices coming down after release. Um, I, I shouldn't say it because I've lumbered with a, with a metric fuck ton of it, but uh, so series two that's come out, like the, the prices are down, prices of hobby boxes are down kind of 45 bucks from since they launched and it only launched two weeks ago so wow was, yeah so you know like they, they came out around about 140 150 bucks a box you can you can pick up a hobby box of series two now for less than 90 dollars if you know where to shop um wow. yeah which is crazy that's uh, that's a big ass drop for people who are turning over heaps of product that's fine they can kind of wear that but you know i personally got a case of a case of hobby a case of jumbo uh, and it's like, well, I've shifted most of the jumbo boxes, but I've still got like quite a few hobby boxes floating about. Uh, but of course, I'm in those boxes at a certain price point, and if the if the price drops by like twenty percent, which it has since uh, since launch, then you know that's a little bit tough to bear. But that's the market, right? It swings around about. It swings around yes. about. You have to take the rough with the smooth and all that. Uh, every other cliche that I can think of to roll out about it. <laughs> <laughs> You just have to go and find your Wander Franco cards and uh, throw those on top. Yeah, somebody asked me the other day actually how many Wander Francos I, t- I tucked away, and I think I do actually have some. I need to go and dig them out though. I think they're in one of my big boxes of things that I've not sorted through for a while. Oh, I thought Jason was doing a really good impression of uh, doing a really good effort of sitting still, but no, it looks like Jason may have crashed. Either that or I've crashed, and now I'm talking to myself. Um, but Jason is certainly stuck. Oh no, he's messaged me. Here we go. What's Jason saying? Shit, I froze. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see if uh, if Jason manages to make his way back to us. Uh, we were kind of just prattling on about uh, general general hobby banter. Anyway, um, I want to I want to take the opportunity actually to to uh, a little feel good story. I suppose from the uh, the UK card collecting community. Uh, so uh, I. I'll keep the name out of it just in case they don't want to be they don't want to be mentioned. But uh, one of the members of the community reached out with uh, an opportunity to uh, purchase some some Bowman Sapphire, which uh, I was very late on. Uh, which uh, a, a tops online exclusive release. They did it through a ballot. Uh, by the time I got round to completing the ballot, uh, I was too late. I couldn't get signed up. Uh, luckily, this person had some spare and was like, "Oh, you want to get in on this?" Uh, and very kindly offered me up a couple of their uh, a couple of their boxes from the ballot. So that was very nice. Uh, see, we we do in general have a, a pretty nice community here in the UK. 
uh, and it's nice to see them spreading the love. Oh, my face has just gone massive on the on the webcast. If you're enjoying my face, uh, I do apologise. Um, even my wife doesn't like my face this close. Uh, let's just take this off. There we go. <coughs> uh, so yeah, that was a, a pretty cool thing that happened today. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much. If you're listening, you know who you are. Uh, I do appreciate it. Um, oh, I should rather throw me with Jason, uh, with Jason dipping out there. Comments. I've not been keeping up with comments at all. Uh, so if you are commenting on the webcast tonight, I do apologise. Uh, Ross is watching along. Good evening, Ross. Bet the video is out. Well, hopefully the video is fixed now. But of course, we've lost Jason. So that's disappointing. Uh, and now I'm stuck. Uh, just perpetually chatting away. Um, ask me a question. Somebody ask a question. I'll give some comments because we were actually really, really close to uh, to being uh, to being kind of out of things to talk about. Um, could do a little reflection on uh, on Josh and having Josh on the show last uh, last week. That was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed having Josh on. It was a really great conversation. He was very nice to to hang out with us uh, for an hour or so after. Uh, after the, the the show last week and told us some some tales so hopefully when we have uh, we'll have some time we'll get uh, we'll get Josh back on again in the future and look at this Mr. I'm Durth. back Mr. Durr has come back to I have save hope. me from rabbit and utter nonsense yes unfortunately this is why we're going to choose another platform <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> so don't crash yeah. I thought, I, yeah, I thought I thought you were doing a really good job of sitting still, but no, you'd actually crashed. Uh, no, nope, I'd actually crashed. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, I managed yeah, to I, I managed to wrap it through and told a nice story from uh, a nice a nice feel good story from the community today. Uh, all right, that's good. And I was I was starting to give some reflections on the on the interview with Josh last week because I was I had no idea what to talk about. <laughs> you uh, just got to go and talk about aimlessly for a while. Yeah, yeah, happen. pretty much. I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just go into full panic mode and then I'll give it five minutes and see if Jason comes back. And if he doesn't, <laughs> then I'll just be like, oh, okay, see you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you yes. came back and saved me. <laughs> I, all right. Yes, I know. There's nothing like having a little blood over yourself there because I think that's the hardest part about doing this podcast. There's sometimes you have to do that. You're like, I gotta kill five minutes. Yeah. Well, it's like, Oh, I'm gonna fill. Yeah, <laughs> I need some emergency topics to talk about because because my mind just went blank and I just had a full, a full on panic attack trying to think of things to talk about. Uh, uh, I need to have a cheat sheet of topics to discuss. <laughs> yes. So, but like I said, yeah, Josh is on, and then of course we got introduced to his buddy. Uh, was it uh, Paul Hartman? Is that who? That, who is this? Yeah. On yeah. Twitter. That's true. Yeah. Um, oh, we're going to go and look up Twitter now, aren't yes. we? But yes, it was another Tops artist who actually stumbled across this because of another podcast that has been recommended. Um, They're looking for something different, and we were recommended, and he actually listened to the interview with Josh Trout, which was amazing. And, and now um, we've reached out to see if we can get him on there. Um, so it would be great to have another Tops artist on. We still have a couple of Tops Project 70 artists. We're currently trying to find a day that works for everybody and not having much success at the moment. No. <laughs> but it's summer break, so I can understand. Um, but yes, so we got plenty of artists to come up, and I think we have somebody from Beckett. Come on, we got to ask him what oh, day works nice. for him. So we're definitely going to try to bring a variety of stuff there. We're, we're trying to get on anybody that does graded stuff, so we can have a long conversation about having cards graded. Um, nobody's unfortunately returned our emails yet. And being that summer break is, we get even less time to do what we need to do. <laughs> yeah, this is this is true. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we do so have some, might... some lofty expectations on guests as well, but we keep plugging, keep plugging away at these things. Of course, we still really want UK collectors to come on the show as well. Yes, yeah. Please, so please reach out to us, and, and we will absolutely have you on there. Um, at, when you said we will reach out to you as well, I know there's a few people out there that uh, we need to get on the show, and it'd be nice to have you on there and, and hear about your story because uh, I think it's obviously very interesting, and especially for our audience out in the U.S. That you know they can go to a Walmart and just pick up stuff, or they can go to a local card shop. So they, <laughs> can they? They can go to Target and get shot. <laughs> yes, exactly. But uh, you can go to a local card shop at least by cards where yeah that's exactly. right yeah 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 <laughs> um but uh, uh an interesting news uh, we we've we've been invited to go to the national well yes i thought we were maybe going to save this but um well they yeah, but it's obviously not this year but next year but yes, no exactly yeah so we were kind of invited along this year but um it's a a little bit short notice and b still doesn't feel like the brightest thing to do to go into uh, a giant convention service with like thirty thousand other people um well, that's my personal feelings. Obviously, your your mileage may vary, um, but yeah, so it's something that we that may happen next year, uh, which I think would be pretty cool and pretty interesting. Uh, maybe do Definitely a bit of a, a live show or something from from the national. That'd be kind of fun. Not only a live show, but it would give us access to the players. It would give us a chance to talk True. to dealers, um, and it would give us a chance to talk to the artists as well. And and be honest. I, I would love this because I would be able to go hang out with all the artists that I know uh, from, from interviews and, and drink a bunch of Coors. <laughs> it's the creamsicles. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, orange cream Coors. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, we have a good community out that way and they have said you should definitely try to make it. And uh, um, so we'll see. So I, I think now they know about the national, I'm very interested in wanting to go. I haven't told the wife about this. So this is going to be the hard. <laughs> So I have to time it for a trip to Sweden. They go to Sweden. I just happen to go to the National for five days and, uh, and try not to spend too much money in Atlantic City. Yeah. As a, is it Atlantic City next year? Is it not Atlantic it's City Atlantic this City. year? No, it's Chicago this year. Oh, man, I had them the wrong around in my head then. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was the other way around. No, well, that's you. fine. Yeah, let's go do the casinos. <laughs> exactly. I'm all in. I'm all in. Let's go. I, I, I've got a PSA 10 Charizard card. I, put it <laughs> <laughs> I can bet that happens in some places. Uh, yeah, so that's actually two shows we've kind of been unofficially invited to now with the the Philly show as well. The but, Philly show as well. So, um, so it would be uh, ace. I, I would I would love to do like a proper a proper stateside card show. I think that'd be fun. It'd be good to do like a. If we, if we couldn't actually do like a live show or, or do it in a sort of press capacity like we were kind of going to do or hoping to do, then at the very least do like a, a make it like a blog kind of thing. I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah, either way, we should try to make it next year, whether we go as, as media for a few days or we go as just actually fans there. Uh, and with, with the people we do know, we would be able to get some interviews. Um, and, and I'll let you do all the talking so they go, oh, like, well, where are you from, Seattle? Ah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Your accent doesn't play over there. Mine does. It's like, it's, no, like, exactly. it's the reverse of here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get my kilt out. Uh, I'll get, <laughs> I'll get I didn't think about that. We should go and totally should go and kill it. Oh, out. hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Now I, now I have to like lose that extra, you know, 20 pounds I got from COVID. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was just, I was just about to say, I, I need to get kilt extenders from my kilt extenders. Uh, oh shit! There's kilt extenders. I didn't know these things existed. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I've, I've got yeah. So even before lockdown, I was uh, I I put on a little bit of timber compared to when I got married. So yeah, you can get you can buy kilt extenders and they extend like the strap parts out so you can 
fit your fat ass in there. But I need, yeah, another, fat, but I need, I, another, I need another set now. <laughs> I need two sets. I need to be daisy chaining this. <laughs> oh, I did not know that because I should have mm-hmm. put that on. I put my jacket on the other day. I'm like, Ooh, that's a little snug. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jacket, jacket, no hope. But yeah, yeah. Kilt extenders. Yeah. Go look them up eBay. You can get them off eBay. There you go. There you go. You get you get trading cards, sports card news, and kilt buying, kilt accessory purchasing. Exactly. <laughs> we we cover everything, Scottish. Right? Right? Yeah, we should we, we should find the time to spin up a tea and tartan a tea sorry a tea and tops tartan. That's what we should do next. Oh yeah. Oh, competition for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Designer own tartan. Yeah. There you speaking go. of competitions. Oh, segue. Oh, oh my gosh, we actually nailed that one there. So we finally had a winner for our. T and Top seventh inning sketch competition. And you know what? I'm not gonna actually pull the images up here because it didn't really work as a video there. Um, but yes, we, we finally have winners. Yeah, check our Instagram. Check the Instagram. It's on there. I, I've lost it. Oh gosh, it's gone now. Hold on, I'll pull it up. But yes, so for the winners for uh, each there. So for uh, for painting illustration, we had time. So we had Tom Pringle and his. Um, it wasn't. A, it's a print of Fernando Tatis that he did there, which was very uh, cool. Was, so Tom's obviously uh, part of the Bat Flips and Derbs crew, and he runs the Padres UK account. So he did that, and then we had. Uh, I'm going to totally screw up with Ewan's surname here, but you. Lothbrook, I believe. Lothbrook. Yeah. Okay. And he did his Lou Gehrig sketch, was amazing. So um, both of those, they, they came in a tie. I didn't think it was fair to try to weed out one person from the other. And so I went with, like, you know what, it's not a big deal. And they both can have uh, a first place try there. So for Carter, <clears throat> our very own Chris Bates, one yeah. for his no team, unlicensed off field mashup of various players in there, which I thought was great. The artist loved that one. He, he'd gotten two of the three first place votes, put him miles ahead of everyone else. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so a friend, of the, friend of the podcast, obviously. Friend of the podcast there. Uh, we, a big shout out to Elliot for who won for the kids section there. He did this uh, Mario card that he did of his, and he got a box of goodies from our friends at Angels Across the Pond or Over the Pond. Um, I never get it right because the, the name <laughs> and their Twitter name are different. Oh, so, God. Okay. Yeah, that is confusing. <laughs> so I, so that's why I always get it wrong, but oh, we'll keep I think, that. It, I think I, it's a cross. Yeah, I think it's like he's across the pond, but yes, yeah. but the, the, the different on the name of that. So, anyways, last one there, we had our, our, our favorite uh, of Garcia Studios, who has been desperately waiting months for us to finally announce the winner. <laughs> and we do apologize, but we did it. And he released another Fernando Tatis Jr. card when he's now has on sale on his eBay store. I think he's selling it for about $10 there. So it's a cool card. We apologize for taking so long for that. There was various factors that got into it, but it's out there now, and now it's we can done. have another. Yeah, we can stick a line under it and do another one. And do another one at some point because you know what? Uh, I have my Josh Gibson card coming in. Oh uh, yeah, are you? So, so have you been struck? So you're, are you actually going to submit one now? <clears throat> no, gosh, no. Oh um, come on, you need to. <clears throat> no. So uh, <laughs> when I saw that Todd Radom submitted a card in this competition, I was out. Yeah. <laughs> and if, you don't, if you don't know who Todd Radom is, you have seen his work. Absolutely. So Todd Radom is the number one, the world's number one sports branding expert. So he is, uh, he did the Milwaukee Brewers design. 
not the ball and logo one, but the one that was the first half of the nineties. He designed the Washington Nationals logo in his hotel room uh, <laughs> over the World Series. He did the current brand design between the Astros and the Angels. He has done Super Bowls. He has done World Series. He has done All Star games. I'm not gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, not the winning; it's the taking part. Nah, that's all right. So when we started this out, there was 15 artists that had decided to get in this campaign. There's over 70 now. They have to release 30 cards over the next two weeks now. Wow. Okay. I happily just said, you know what? I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Fine. You I, know, I appreciate you, the invitation. However, on this case, yes. I shall decline. <laughs> yeah. And, and as, as you know the story there, you guys won't know the same thing. Uh, I, I had an hour-long conversation with Todd. I got to absolutely geek out with him about uniforms and branding and sports design. Uh, and and I got his opinion on the Nike City Connect jerseys, and uh, when the show ended, I said, "So Todd, you know, thank you so much. It's ten o'clock in the morning there. What are you gonna do the next?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm off to go hang out with Ice Cube and talk branding for the big boot." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I should some say. guy in Scotland and yeah. then Ice Cube. So you know, that gives you an idea of, of the kind of people he hangs out with. Yeah. So, but imagine um, that though, because in the first ten minutes of that conversation when he got there, right, he's sitting down with Cube and whatever. Cube's gone. So how's your day been? And 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 Todd's gone. I was speaking to a guy in Edinburgh like ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Some so Scottish guy, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so we'll have Ice Cube on in the next few weeks. <laughs> hey, you know, Cube and Snoop must know each other. You know, oh, like, we're, we're gonna we'll... we're gonna do it, aren't we? We're gonna we're gonna get Snoop on at some point. That's that's Snoop, it's been the goal it's... since he was announced on Project Seventy. It's gonna happen. It's got it's gotta happen. We've got to start claiming that that artist food chain. You know what? I, I am going to start, you know, uh, tagging him in more posts you know, yeah, so we can be. get him on. Has he had a card out recently? His last one was. It wasn't Eddie Murray. There was another one after that, but he did have a card out recently. Like fairly and, recently? It did. And now you got to make me look at my guide here. Oh, okay. uh, um, Into the leather bound notebook to find the information. So it was the 18th of June, and it was uh, the Juan Soto card. Oh, damn, I must have missed that. There you go. That's me not paying attention. But, I mean, same thing. Friday, Friday releases, no one really pays attention because it's Friday. Oh, okay. You know, there's definitely a trend to anything at least released on a Friday. It does oh. not sell well. Hmm. Interesting. Unless it's Alex Party. Uh, yeah, well, that's true, yeah. Or I think Lauren Taylor's second in sales just now, right? Yeah, it became a Party, um, Lauren... And then Ermsey, but Ermsey's not actually. I don't think he's actually done a really nice card lately. No, he did. He did a lot. His last one was kind of away from his regular style a little bit. Um, yes, he was trying to do something different. Yeah, yeah, but I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of appreciated that a little bit. Um, it, yeah. it's, it's hard. Everyone's gonna know him as like a drug fueled artist, so he, you know he goes so far out, out of there, you know. Yeah, and then he does like one straight card, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Exactly. It's like he's gone through rehab. He's like, oh, I'm rehab. I can't do that shit anymore. Uh, I obviously yeah, well, love it. You, you do some cool stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. I like his like the of course Project uh, Twenty Twenty was my first introduction to Armsy, and then I went and looked up his website and was like, oh, this stuff's interesting. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you fancy it, go check out Ermsey's website if you haven't done it before. It's 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 interesting. It's uh, it's, it's a not something you can wear to the family gatherings. No, not way. so much. No, 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 no. It's not. It's definitely not for church. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the subject of sports branding, uh, one very quick topic to topic to finish on. The 
uh, uniforms and the designs, etc., for the All Star game were released in the past week. Um, which I think we draw. I dropped into our group chat, and I think most people just passed it by. Um, yes. I really like them. I, I like. I kind of like the idea of like a two-button sort of uh, warm-up jersey, if you want to call it that, being being the all-star jersey. And I like the design with like the uh, the, the team name and the three letters over the over the breast, if you will. Um, real simple, real clean design, uh, and even the hats I quite like as well. I don't mind the hats, but it's a side patch. I don't like the side patch. Mm. I'll give you that. I'm not a side patch guy. And, and I'm thinking, like, am I wearing that my my Texas Rangers hat that I was wearing yesterday? I had a side patch. <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of warmed. Um, I've kind of warmed it a little bit because um, I have one. I have the. I think it's an Orioles hat I have from the the All Star game um, when it was in Washington. So like 2019, I think. Um, yeah, with with a side patch, so I've kind of warmed. I used to be, I used to be like you as well, but I've I've kind of warmed the side patch a little bit. Um, it's huge. I mean, it's, it it's going to take over the whole house. It is big. Yeah, you know, I understand it, but you know, and, and I'm not against it. You know, I think some of them are, are quite subtle, but I mean, like it, it's it's a creep that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, yeah, then the whole hat's going to end up just being a side patch at some point. Yeah, so th- that's my complaint. And, and like, you said, like you said, the uniforms, they, they've grown on me. Mm, but again, like it's, a, it's an all-star uniform. The problem is you get the replica at $120. Okay, that's fine. Like, you got to be pretty passionate about your player to get an all-star but those are going to sell out. And then the authentic ones are $400. Yeah, I was paying $400 for those. Yeah, it's the same problem Same problem I have with the City Connect jerseys. It's like the replicas seem to sell out in a heartbeat, and you're just left with, excuse me, you're just left with the, the authentic. So yeah, like I say, like 480 bucks or something crazy. Yeah, I, uh, I ain't paying that. No, I don't care how much I like uh, shed long. Like, <laughs> I'm not spending four hundred fifty dollars on a jersey for it. It's not going to happen. So. No, definitely not. No, but yeah, that's uh, yeah a fun thing that came just while we're on the subject of design and stuff like that. I forgot that come out. So that's a, a kind of nice way to sum up the show. And yeah, cheers for coming back and saving me from crazy ramblings. Um, so yeah, not too much, uh, not too much news the last couple of weeks. We've managed to fill an episode. Uh, a little bit rambly, so like we say, the next week's show is uh, maybe maybe the best way to put it is uh, to be confirmed. Uh, I think confirmed, a, sh- yeah. a show yeah. next week uh, might not be a live show. We may well get together and, and record something and put a podcast out on um, Wednesday. Of course, this episode will be available as a podcast from Wednesday night at nine PM UK. It will probably be entitled "What a Lot of Random Waffle." Uh, or words to that effect. Uh, so, or or it might be a live show Saturday night about one o'clock in the morning. That might be. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The I love you man stream. Uh, that, would the, that would be the white claw episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's Sunday, man. I'm saving. I'm saving the. I'm saving the claws for for Fourth of July. Man. There's, there's no laws when you're drinking the claws, right? <laughs> So yeah, if we, uh, well, obviously we won't speak to anybody before it. So if you if you are doing anything for Fourth of July, um, have fun, uh, go enjoy your Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July to our uh, American listeners, and of course my American co-host here, um, who, 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 claims, who claims to be British, but he's not. Uh, <laughs> my passport says I am, so that's all that matters. <laughs> oh yeah, Canadian Thanksgiving as well. That's the first, right? 
Yeah, okay, 4th of July. Goodness me. I know, Sorry. I, know, Canada, I was trying to save you there. I, was I know, like, I'm multitasking. Canada, 4th of July. Yeah, no, no. Canada Day is the first Canada of July. Day. Yeah, it's the 1st so, so of July. So eat your poutine, get your timbits. That's it, yeah. Rub yourself in maple syrup if that's what you're into. <laughs> yeah. uh, wear some denim that day. Just wear like some denim. denim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double denim and maple syrup. There you go. And now that we've offended an entire country, um, although we do it with love, and and shout out to to Nick and Mike, uh, our good friends who are in the I guess the Greater Toronto area would be the best way to describe it. Uh, yeah, so we we do it with love. <laughs> yeah, but yeah en- enjoy your enjoy your your country's freedom festivities over the the next week or so. Uh, and yeah, we'll either either be live on the fifth, or we won't be, or we'll do a podcast, or we won't. But keep an eye there'll, on the socials. Uh, there'll be some pictures of us together for the first time. Be, in the year yeah, and man, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, so uh, yeah, this weekend that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right, okay. awesome. Take it easy. We'll, yep. we'll see you in probably like I said in two weeks time, and we'll have a, a guest on, and we'll they'll probably do a quick update just to go on the podcast version of there, or we'll just have a random waffle what we recorded and release at some point. <laughs> yeah, this is the random waffle episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks again, everybody. Uh, have a great night. Stay safe. Uh, take care, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon.